Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for granting us revelation, understanding, insight into your word and giving us comfort by your word right now. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. Um, I want to speak as a patient to you right now. The word I bring to you right now is exhortation from the word of God by the spirit of God to you that you may have hope praise God and um, we are looking at the the same all things work together for good now Let's look into the Bible. Romans, the eighth chapter, reading the twenty-eighth verse. I'm gonna read it first in the King James version. Then we will look at the same portion in the Amplified Bible translation. Praise God. Okay, in the King James verse, it says, "And we know that all things work together for good." To them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Wow. Now, there are some, there's something to analyze here. It says, and we know that all things work together for good. It didn't end the statement there. That would have meant that for everybody living in the face of the earth right now, or on the face of the earth right now, all things work together for their good. So, if he had said, and we know that all things work together for good, and he left that statement there, if he had ended that statement there, it would have meant and for everybody in this world, whatsoever thing they encounter, it's, it works out for their good. But he went further to tell us the category of persons that have this favor from God. And he says, to them that love God. You see that? He says to us that all things work together for good to them that love God. To them who are the called according to his purpose. Now, when you read this, it's important you have in mind that the apostle wasn't talking about two different categories of person, of persons, all right? He wasn't talking about two different categories of persons. No, because if you read it literally at how it is presented in the King James Version here, you would think he's talking about two categories of persons. The first would have been, if you take it, Literally, you would think he's talking about those that love God and those who are called according to his purpose. So you would be thinking, he said, all things work together for good to one, them that love God, two, them who are called according to his purpose. But no, that's not so. He wasn't talking about two categories of person. 
It's talking about a category of persons, all right? Let's read again. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. He's further emphasizing the persons that love God. He's explaining the people that love God. So, who are those that love God? He's saying they are them who are called according to his purpose. That's the contest, all right? And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. It's still those people he's talking about. He's still describing them. He says, to them who are the called according to his purpose. In other words, those that love God are those who are the called according to his purpose. Those who are the called according to his purpose are those that love God. Praise God. That's just English language. All right. Hallelujah. Okay. So let's see what this means. Who are the people he says are called according to his purpose? Because when you hear the word calling, it sounds like people specially called by God to do something. You see, if you take this portion literally the way the King James Version presents it, you may get a very wrong meaning of this passage. Who are those that are called according to God's purpose? Okay, we will be seeing that shortly. But let's see this same portion in the Amplified Bible Translation. Praise God. It says, We are assured and know that God, being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good so and for those who love God and are called according to his design and purpose. Wow. I wanted you to see something. That was why we had to read in the Amplified Bible Translation. It says, we are assured and know that God being a partner in your labor, all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good. Wow. He's saying, all things, these set of people, these persons that love God, these persons who are the called according to God's purpose, the situations of their lives are fitting into a plan. That means there are no bad days for this category of persons. There is no disadvantage for these category of persons. Every situation of their lives fits into a plan. Who planned it? God. That means for these categories of persons, there is no such thing as disappointment in their lives. Because that very thing that seemed to look like a disappointment fits into a plan to bring about the manifestation of God's purpose for that person's life. Wow. Okay. Mm, Before I continue talking on this line, fitting into a plan, let's see it again in the Amplified Bible Translation. Romans 8, 28. We are assured and know that God being a partner in their labor. All things work together and are fitting into a plan. Wow. For good. So, and for those who love God and are called according to his design and purpose. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Okay. Let's quickly analyze who are these persons who love God. Who are these persons who are called according to to God's design and purpose. Hallelujah. So, let's begin examining that um, that line of words in um, 1 Corinthians, the first chapter. 
um, in the 26th verse, 1 Corinthians 1 verse 26, praise God. Okay, it says, For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. You see, he used that word called again, called, calling. He uses that same word. Remember where we read from in Romans 8.28. It says, For we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. So we are analyzing that word called. Who are those called according to God's purpose? All right? And here in 1 Corinthians, the first chapter and the 26th verse, the Apostle Paul speaking by the Spirit to the brethren says, For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. He says, not many wise men are called. Called into what? You see that? Not many noble are called. Called into what? Not many mighty are called. Called into what? It's very important to you. Take note. He said, um, how that not many wise men after the flesh. Uh, he put that distinction there. All right, so let you know someone can be wise after the flesh. So there's flesh, flesh, fleshy wisdom, and there is godly wisdom. Praise God. Okay, that's another sermon entirely. That's another subject entirely. Praise God. Okay, so let's see it again. First Corinthians 126. For you see your calling, brethren. What calling is that? Take note. For you see your calling, brethren. So I'm asking, what calling is that? That's what we are analyzing now. He says, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. What are they called into? Or what are they supposed to be called into? Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to say, when you read your Bible, learn to read your Bible in more than one translations. Because when you read your Bible in more than one translations, it will help you have a better understanding of what you are reading or studying. Praise God. So this um, very portion of the Bible, let's see it in another translation, which helps us explain the words calling and called. So we can understand what the apostle was saying. So we can understand the the calling this set of people are to be called into. All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, let's um see this portion in um, the Message Bible translation. Okay, First Corinthians, the first chapter. In the 26th verse, look at it in the Message Bible translation. It says, Take a good look, friends, at who you were when you got called into this life. Mm. I don't see many of the brightest and the best among you, not many influential, not many from high society families. Let's look at it again. It says, Take a good look, friends, at who you were when you got called into this life. 
You see? Because when you use the word called or calling, you are talking about an invitation. You are inviting someone into something. Or you are, you are drawing someone's attention to something. You say, call that young man for me. In other words, get his attention to this place. Or you are you call someone, which can also mean you're inviting someone to something or into something. Calling to join us. You see that? It's an invitation into something. So we'll come back here. Let's read this first Corinthians 126 again in the King James Version. It says, For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. And I raise the question, what are they to be called into? Because he said, not many mighty, influential, not many of these great guys are called. So what are they to be called into? Then we saw a clue in the message Bible translation of that passage. It says, take a good look, friends, at who you were when you got called into this life. You see, it's a calling into this life. What life? We're going to see it now. In another translation of this same passage, helping us um, to explain what the Apostle Paul said to the brethren at Corinth. Praise God. So let's see the Living Bible translation of these same First Corinthians 1, verse 26, so we can understand the life we are called into. Praise God. Okay. Or rather, so we can understand what these guys, the Apostle Paul spoke about when we read in the King James Version, the noble guys, the mighty guys, the great guys. Let's see what they were or what they weren't called into. Praise God. Follow me carefully. 1 Corinthians 1, 26. TLB. This is the Living Bible Translation now. Now it says, Notice among yourselves, dear brothers, that few of you who follow Christ have big names or power or wealth. Let's read it again. It says, Notice among yourselves, dear brothers, that few of you who follow Christ have big names or power or wealth. Now, keeping this um, translation, this rendering in your mind, let's read this same um, verse in the Message Bible translation where we read earlier. It says, Take a good look, friends, at who you were when you got called into this life. You see that? When we compare these two translations, we understand that the life he's talking about is Christ. So if, if we will replace this word life with Christ, let's, let's reread. All right? Let's um, paraphrase and read now. It says, take a good look, friends, at who you were when you got called into Christ. Wow. Take a good look, friends, at who you were when you got called into Christ. So the calling is talking about is the calling into Christ. Praise God. 
It's the calling into Christ. Wow. So let's, having this understanding, let's um, reread this same portion in the King James Version where we started reading from. It says, For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. Now you understand what the calling is all about. It's the calling into Christ. So it's letting the brethren know that, hey, beloved, you see, not many noble men are called into Christ. Not many wise men are called into Christ. Not many mighty are called into Christ. Not many wise men after the flesh are called into Christ. To be called into Christ means to receive the salvation of God, means to receive the righteousness of God for salvation. All right? So, the calling into Christ is the coming into salvation, receiving salvation, praise God. So, he's simply saying to the brethren, or rather, he was simply saying to the brethren, if we will rephrase or paraphrase with this understanding, he was saying to them, let's read with the, um, with the mind that we are paraphrasing, all right? He says, for you see, your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble, are saved. You see that? He's simply talking about salvation. He says, not many mighty are saved. Not many wise men after the flesh are saved. Not many noble are saved. It's a thing of salvation. So, having this understanding right now that he was talking about salvation in Christ Jesus, Let's go now to Romans 8, verse 28, which is our opening Bible passage. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Mm. Now, having that understanding, now you know what the calling is spoke about is all about. Okay. So, let's, re- let's read now Romans 8, 28. It says, And we know that all things work together for good. To them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose, you get it now, who are those called according to his purpose, those who are saved. So he's saying, for we know that all things work together for good to those who are saved. Because remember, I began explaining to you that when you read this portion in the King James Version, it, it might appear to be that it was talking about two categories of persons. The first them that love God. The second, them who are the called according to his purpose. But no, that's a simple English language rendering of emphasis. He's saying, um, them that love God as the same people who are called according to his purpose, all right? And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. It's a continuation of speech because if you read it in other translations, it doesn't they don't present this passage to be an address to two categories of persons. Praise God. So, having this understanding, let's um, rephrase this portion of the Bible with the knowledge of the salvation in Christ Jesus. It says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that are saved. You see that? 
because it says to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And we understand that those that love God are those who are the called according to his purpose. And we've been able to carefully um, see from the word of God, from the Bible, that those who are called according to his purpose are those who have been called into Christ. Those who have received the salvation of God in Christ Jesus. By implication, those who are saved. All right, so we can um, rephrase this passage and get, and we know that all things work together for good to them that are saved. Wow. So who is saved here? You are saved, praise God. I am saved. Oh yes, amen, hallelujah. Oh boy. Because we are saved, we are the ones this portion of the Bible is addressing. The saved man is the born again man, praise God. So he's simply saying, and we know that all things work together for good to them that are saved, to them that are born again, hallelujah, to them who are in Christ Jesus. So for those who are in Christ Jesus, it's understood now, right? We've clearly um, established that understanding, right? Oh yes, praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, um, those who are in Christ Jesus, all things work together for their good. Wow. What a blessed assurance. What a hope. Because we are saved, because we are in Christ Jesus, all things work together for our good. So, let's see the expounding in the Amplified Bible Translation, Romans 8, 28. It says, we are assured, oh boy, say it, say, I am assured. I am assured. All right? We are assured and know that God, being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good. So, and for those who love God and are called according to his design and purpose. Wow. What I want you to see here is all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good to those that are saved, to those that are born again, praise God, to those that are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow. 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 All things work together and are fitting into a plan. Do you know what that means? Do you know what that is talking about? All things are fitting into a plan. Into a plan. Wait. All things are fitting into a plan. Who drafted the plan? God. Meaning there is a plan of God for every believer. There is a plan of God for every child of God. Hallelujah. It didn't say all things are fitting into their plan. That would have meant... That there is one supreme plan God has for each of us who are born again. But he says all things are fitting into a plan. That means God's plan for us are flexible. As the situations of our life changes, God's plan for us changes. So that the present state of our lives will not be an impediment to the fulfillment and manifestation of his purpose for us. Wow, did you get what I just said? It did not say all things work together and are fitting into their plan for good. That would have been nice, but that's not what it says. It says all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good. 
to those that are born again, to those that are saved, to those that are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. That means the plan of God for the child of God, the plan of God for the believer is flexible. As things happen to you, as things happen to us, as we go through challenges and trials and difficulties, as we as we experience situations in life, God's plan changes concerning us in such a way that our present state, our present um, status, our present state can fit and align into his plan so that our present state, no matter how bad, will not be an impediment or an hindrance to the manifestation of God's will and purpose and design for our lives. Hallelujah. Oh boy. That means we can have hope irrespective of what we face. We know that our present situations are fitting into a plan of God for us. So, all things were going well for you and suddenly things changed. Trouble came at you and it's as though your world was ripped off. It was as though your world was shattered. And now, there is trouble. You are faced with trouble. And it may be so bad that you wonder how you are going to be saved from that trouble. Hey, hold on. Remember what he says. He said, we are assured. And no, we are assured. And no, God wants you to be assured. And know this day that all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good. Just for you. Because you are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. There is a plan of God for you in this present state. In this your present state of your life. God has a new plan for you. And he says, what you're going through right now, your present condition fits into that plan. That means the mistakes of your life does not destroy God's plan for your life. So if God's plan for your life was this way, and your life was going this way, and suddenly your life goes this other way, God changes the plan in such a way that the present condition of your life or the present conditions of your life can fit into his plan for you and you can still be fulfilled irrespective of how bad your life went praise god do you understand what i'm talking about hallelujah you see that oh boy we are sure they know that God being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good. So, and for those who love God and are called according to his design and purpose, and now you know what that means. He's simply talking about those who are in Christ Jesus, those who have been called into Christ, those who are saved, praise God, those who have inherited the salvation of God in Christ Jesus, those who are born again. That is a believer. Hallelujah. So, the word of the Lord to you right now, dearly beloved, is relax, have hope, be encouraged. The present state of your life has not disrupted God's plan for you. The present state of your life has not disrupted God's plan for you. No, the present state of your life has not aborted God's plan for you. God says all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good. In other words, there is a plan of God for you in this 
present messed up state of your life. There is a plan of God for your life that completely suits your present state in such a way that your present state cannot abort his will for you. Oh boy, that means you are still going to be a success. That means you are still going to be what God says you will be. That means you are still going to fulfill God's dream and purpose and plans for your life. That means your mistakes are not going to be an impediment to the outcome of your life in accordance to the will and purpose of God. You see that? That means your mistakes, your errors, have no power over your destiny because every state of the life of the believer, every state of the believer's life is fitting into a plan. You see that? In such a way that the present state of his life does not abort the will of God concerning him. Oh boy, that means there is no disadvantage for the child of God. There is nothing like disadvantage for the believer. There is no hopelessness for the believer. There is no hopeless situation for the believer because at every phase of his life, at every point in his life, at every state of his life, his present state is always fitting into a plan of God in such a way that that present state of his does not abort the will of God for him. That present state of his does not disrupt what God is going to do with him. He is still on course to be God's dream. This is the hope the Lord is passing across to you today. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ and be encouraged. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Know that you can still be what God has said you will be. Know that you can still achieve what God has said you will achieve. Know that you can still be that dream that God has always had in his mind concerning you. You are a success and Satan can do nothing about it. Hallelujah. Give God praise everywhere. Glory to God. Thank you, Father, for your word we have heard and received. Oh, hallelujah. We are blessed by it. Thank you, Father. Glory to God forevermore. Amen. Glory, 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 glory.